Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Time now for A China Perspective, where we look at headlines coming out of China. And it's really all about China's two sessions, 2023. We're going to get some analysis on this with Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, good afternoon. How are you? I am doing okay. I happen to be in China. Yeah. That is why you are our go-to when it comes to China. And the two <laughs> sessions is what we're going to talk about. Uh, two sessions, 2023. What can we expect? What should we expect? Well, of course, all eyes uh, on, for example, the changing of the guard circle. But of course, there will not be a lot of changes. Uh, the, the the president would uh, likely be still uh, President C. But then, of course, uh, you have a new premier for the state council. And then he would, uh, of course, then nominate uh, his essentially his cabinet. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, all eyes are also on China's uh, economic revitalization effort because, well, it is the world's second largest uh, economy mm. and to what extent it could recover could affect us all here. Yeah, um, okay. So, in terms of diplomatic priorities, uh, what do you think we could see? Well, I think China would continue with its uh, more assertive foreign policy. I think just maybe a few hours ago, in fact, just minutes away, I received news that, for example, the Chinese uh, foreign minister well, advised uh, those of us in Southeast Asia to not, you know, take sides in this sort of big power conflicts. I think yeah. he's referring to conflict between China and the U.S. So, yeah, I think we can continue to see China's uh, more assertive foreign policy here. Yeah, uh, Gang, the uh, foreign minister, is saying relations with the That's U.S. Right. have left a rational path and one of conflict if the U.S. doesn't, quote, hit the brakes. Uh, but, you know, it's more of this that has been coming out and you could, you know, look at it as either they're ramping up or, or they're just reinforcing themselves. Chinese Premier Li Keqiang bowing out of politics. Of course, this was announced last year. I think we talked about it in October. Mr. Li Qiang, uh, formerly Shanghai's uh, party chief, we talked about this as well, set to become the next premier. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, Is it likely to happen? Uh, yeah, I think it is uh, set to happen uh, because, well, China is a communist country and uh, a lot of these uh, appointments, they are, shall we say, prearranged. Uh, and I think Li Qiang replacing Li Keqiang yeah. uh, is indeed uh, what, what is in store. Uh, but I think a, what a lot of us would be interested to see is to what extent uh, Mr. Li Qiang could uh, roll out uh, his uh, economic policy and as well as compared to his predecessor there. Yeah, it could be interesting to see the economic policy in relation to the US or or even the Russia uh, situation that we were just talking about. Yeah, I think uh, China nowadays uh, stresses more on, uh, shall we say, self-reliance mm. or self-sufficiency, okay. mainly because uh, there's a lot of uh, embargoes, you know, especially on high-technology products such as uh, computer chips and so on imposed by the West. So, you know, these few days I've been going around in China and it's all about, you know, being self-reliant in the days to come. Yeah, yeah that seems to be the theme in light of uh, their economic forecast that was released a couple of days ago as well. China also 
also said at the session that they'll be increasing military spending. We're talking about upwards of 7% if I'm not wrong. Okay, what's the message here? I mean, one could read it as they are preparing for, I don't know, escalating threats. Well, of course, this is also in relation to what they perceive as a U.S. Uh, right. encirclement right. of China. And I think they will ramp up on this, you know, military procurement and so on. It's like almost every other year you have a new aircraft carrier, you know, being, being built, right? So I think this will continue for a while. Should we read into yeah. it as a potential message with regard to Taiwan? Well, they consider Taiwan to be their so-called core interest, right? Yeah. And they see any form of U.S. Uh, assistance uh, to Taiwan as being tantamount to uh, some provocations about China and so on. So, yeah, I... Well, it's always uh, when when you are in a confrontational situation, uh, you would sort of increase uh, your uh, you know your side of the chips, right? So yeah. yeah. Okay, it's a bit of bolstering there in that sense. All right, um, the Philippines uh, also said over the weekend that it spotted a Chinese navy ship and dozens of militia vessels around a contested Philippine-occupied island in the South China Sea. Ah, looks like this uh, is yet another rehashing of the same old story. What are we looking at here? What's the backstory? Well, I, I think uh, this sort of run-ins uh, between, uh, shall we say, just broadly say Chinese ships uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and ships from the other disputants on the South China Sea, uh, including the Philippines, Malaysia, and so on, it's actually quite commonplace. Uh, sometimes these other disputants, they will announce it. Sometimes they don't. If uh, their relationship with China happens to be, shall we say, testy, at the moment, then they would typically announce such uh, run-ins, but otherwise they would uh, keep it uh, just between the two countries because whether we like it or not, China is our largest uh, trading partner, so it is that part of the equation in mind as well. No chance, or is there any chance, I mean, when you consider Philippines and their relationship with the United States, an excuse perhaps, or a possible, I don't know, US-China conflict over the area again well of course the philippines is a u.s so-called treaty ally if uh, you know if there's a violation of filipino uh territorial integrity the u.s is bound to uh, respond uh, on the philippines uh, behalf but uh, of course nowadays as we just uh, talk about uh, all eyes are on the taiwan strait uh, as to whether the the confrontation between both sides will escalate into actual conflict here yeah yeah let's hope somehow that does not happen been speaking with dr oh a sun senior fellow singapore institute of international affairs dr oh as always appreciate your time you take care and have a safe stay in uh, china well, thank you very much indeed. Yep. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.